Hi everybody, I'm Sal, and you're listening to the Elseworlds Exchange, brought to you by Comic Pop. Go to comicpop.net for all your YouTube comic book needs. This episode in particular is brought to you by TeePublic. Go to tpublic.com slash store slash comic pop and find yourself an amazing t-shirt with a really, really great design on it. Some of those designs are made in-house by us here at Comic Pop, including our Comic Pop logo t-shirt, an Ultron t-shirt, and a Head Crabs from Half-Life t-shirt. They're really, really fun designs. You should check them out. They also don't have tags, the... Sizes are printed on the back of the shirt, so you don't have to worry about that uncomfortable tag stuff. They're really comfortable shirts. I would not shill for these guys if I didn't already have a mess of their shirts that I purchased myself. I like them a lot. Check them out. Go to tpublic.com slash door slash comic pop and find one for yourself. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police. So hello everyone and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. Uh, I want to welcome our guest Tiffany. Thank you for being here. Thanks uh, for having this me. This is the show where we chat about uh, comics or other pop culture geekiness. Yeah. I noticed when you come on we talk about the heavy shit so I thought we kind of yeah, like... Yeah, no, no, what's up with that? Like I don't get to just have the nice time. We don't, no. we don't talk about the fluff pieces. Yeah, that's right. No, this is a, this is a heavy episode. We're going to talk about continuity. And whether it's important or even necessary and intrinsically tied with comic books. I mean, obviously, continuity is intrinsically tied with comic books. Mm -hmm. The question is whether it needs to be or whether it is it is important or not. Yes. We've heard a lot of schools of subject, uh, of schools of thought on the subject. Yes. Forgive me, I am ill. He and, is. Uh, He's just so I am... all over the so, pop offices. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... Um, uh, there are a lot of schools of thought on the subject of whether continuity is important. Obviously, if you ask Bendis, it is not important in any way, unless it's his own continuity. Uh, there was a time when they were making comics where it didn't matter. Right. And then it mattered a lot. Right. And then it mattered so much they needed to blow everything up and try again. And mm -hmm. then it kept mattering to the point where they had editorial staff meetings every week to be like, where are your characters and can they fit in with my story? Right. And then it stopped mattering again. Right. Uh, it, it's just this interesting aspect of, of comics where, you know, we want to pay homage to what came before. Yes. It, it is important that the things that happened in the past uh, define the character. But there are some things that we would, we would much sooner rather forget about uh, the past. Yes. And we'd like to cherry pick our continuity, which, yes. of course, I think is a, is a double-edged sword. You can't necessarily pick and choose. I, I think that, that's, that the entire topic is, is that. Yes. You is know, cherry picking you mean? No, I mean the double-edged sword. Oh, I, yeah. I, that literally was a term I used the other day on the weekly poll, but, like, that is what this is. When you when you get right down to it, um, you can make an argument for either side. 100%. Yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, back when they were writing comics and they weren't, they didn't exist in the shared universe, or, like, they were just, like, detective comics, or there was just Superman, you know right. what I mean? Like, when Superman and Batman did not know each other. Exactly, like, or those worlds were entirely separate. Yes. You know, like, this is a world in which, where Earth has just a Superman, and this is a world where Earth just has the Batman, It's you know like the I mean? early like, days of comic book movies. Yeah, exactly, where, like, it's like, well, they wouldn't worry about continuity, who cares? Yeah. Like, that's like, okay, yeah, some, like, catastrophic thing happened in Superman's world, but that's not Batman's world, so it doesn't right. matter. I don't care about that, yeah. As soon as you decide that those guys should exist in the same world and have similar problems, that's where we start running into some issues. Well, okay, so it's interesting that uh, continuity is such a problem for comic book uh, editors, writers, and uh, and fans. Mm -hmm. Because we've lived in a... In, in, there are heavy serious fandoms associated with, uh, with with pop culture icons that have almost no continuity. For example, I cite The Simpsons. It was a show okay. where literally 
you'd have an adventure and everything would reset back to where it was and there would be very few callbacks right. to uh, events that took place before. Right. And when it did happen, it was as a joke. It was made in a, in a way to kind of make fun of continuity. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, I, I cite the reference uh, in The Simpsons in which uh, Mr. Bird, there are recurring jokes, yes. which are almost like continuity in The Simpsons, but there's a recurring joke where uh, Mr. Burns would notice Homer Simpson doing something wrong at the at, at the nuclear plant, right. and he would say to Smithers, Smithers, who is that ignoramus, or something into that effect, right. and then Smithers would say, oh, that's Homer Simpson, sir, Secretary 7G, uh, and then later on, they've no- they, they noticed they were making that joke. Like, after, like, three or four episodes of right. doing that. And they would say, uh, you know, his wife painted you in the nude. Uh, your your boy or his, right. his, his son was your heir for a short time. Most of the, your most of your recent exploits have involved him or his family in some respect. Right. Like, there's a real... Exp- uh, like, it's very tongue-in-cheek about that. Yes, uh, but it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes they'll do, a, like, a, a, a an important episode or an episode right. in which they, they establish a character. Like, like Homargin and Homer's wedding. Yeah. But even then, when it got to be too long, uh, I understand they did a new episode where they retold Marge and Homer's wedding, but updated it. Right. So it was a totally different story, out of like, and not part of the original continuity. Right. But but The Simpsons is also a self-contained world. Yes, it is. But it has so you a thousand characters, and they all interact, and they've all right. had adventures, and all those adventures happen. Right. But there's no other show that's influencing. Right. But that. I don't think that matters. See, I think it does. No, matter. because you have internal continuity. You have the continuity within the own of your own story. Right. You have a thousand characters all interacted, and they all have their own adventures. And what if you want to tell a story? about these two characters doing something Mm -hmm. and you don't know that they've already interacted 17 seasons before right and you want to and you don't know to address that and you have a stickler who's like hey yeah that already happened right that's continuity and that's like the pro and that's the issue that like creators have right i think is is that like they're like oh my god you mean i gotta do research for this and that's for for me an old school fan i'm like fuck you for complaining about having to do yeah, research. Yeah, you really shouldn't. If you ever, if you want to have your characters grow, right? Then you, then you have, have to address to have what happened. Continuity. Yeah, you have to have that. They can never change if they don't learn from the past. Mm. And so you have to establish that past. I'm I'm gonna cite Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay. Which has heavy continuity yeah. within itself. Yeah. And then even onto Korra. Like the Korra show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you need the continuity of of Zuko's. Like journey, yes. In order to have Zuko end up where he ends up, right. You have to have that, right. You know, like same thing in Gravity Falls. Yes, it's like a very short show. Yeah, but it it, it makes its own callbacks to events that took place. It, before. it does, and and you need that in yeah. order to establish the relationship between those characters. But again, those are self-contained worlds. Well, yes, there are a lot of characters involved with that, especially Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, there are, there's a myriad of characters yeah. that they have to deal with, right. And, you know, they even make jokes at the very end, at least with um, the Ember Island players. Right. With um, the death of, of Jet. Yes. You know, like, that was not very clear, you know? It was like, clear he died. I know, but I just, I liked that, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. Like, we didn't really address that. Let's try to... Let's let's, let's, let's make a joke about yeah, it. Yeah, let's, like, let's either make a joke about it or put it, like, you know, you know finish or that off. Or refer to like, it yeah, or, or put a button on that story. Exactly. But they're not, like, their creative team, there's a couple of people who are really driving that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, certainly there are other writers who are involved, but they have to go by the show Bible. Right. Right? Like, there's usually a Bible that, like, each of, like, the showrunners have, and it tells you everything that's happened, the overall traits of a character, and they have to use that and craft their story, right? Yeah. Certainly they can craft the story they'd like to, but it has to fit in that world. 
I think that when we get into comic books, especially now with there being so many creative teams, like, yes, a lot of times comic um, book companies use the same writers over and over and over right, again. Right, but no, they're... But there's, there's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Well, you don't have just writers. You also have artists putting their spin on it. You have editors mm-hmm. who have to have their spin on it. You have the editor-in-chief who also can al- can alter everything. Yeah. So you have at least four or five creative people working on one character or, oh. one, or one story at a time. Exactly, exactly. But they are in charge of their book, yes. right? And they're in charge of knowing that character's history. And I think you know what's funny? They are. They are, but they don't always. And I'm not, that, that's not even the point I'm getting to. We no. can get okay, to that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is it their job then to also know everything else that's going right. on? Or is that the job of the continuity director? Right. Well, that's a, in a movie you have a continuity <laughs> director. And that's, that's really more of them focusing on making sure that if you had a shot that showed the clock yes, and it's no. at 3 o'clock, you make sure it's still at 3 true. o'clock and all the other shots. But there is no continuity director. But there should be. <laughs> if you're going to rely on it, there should be. Because I don't. I personally feel like that's a lot to ask a, a writer. Of a creator. A yeah. creator. A writer who's come onto a project to be like, Oh, by the way, here's a thousand issues of this character. You it's not just a thousand issues of the character. Okay, like, I kind of expect, like, if you're going to write Batman, you need to kind of know what's going on you with Batman. You kind of have to know what's going on but with Batman. But you shouldn't have to know what's going on with Green Arrow. Right. <laughs> okay. No, but that's the job of the editor. Technically, yes. an editor or the editor-in-chief should be able to say, you can't use Green Arrow because he's dead right now. Yes. Or, you can't have Green Arrow wearing that. And right. In fact, when they made uh, the Avengers JLA crossover, mm-hmm. that book went through serious re-edits and uh, art changes. And it right. drove George Perez crazy because costumes kept changing. And they wanted <laughs> it to take place within its own, within the, the actual continuity of both yeah. uh, companies. And so they they kept having to change everything, and it was frustrating. And it's funny because the char- the costumes that were in there were not the iconic costumes that you would see associated with those characters longer than the uh, lifespan of that one crossover. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so you're saying I think that we need that the creator should be responsible for creating good stories, and it's up to sticklers or you know, corporately appointed continuity directors to make it make sense. I think that that is a better way to approach it. If you deem it necessary that you have to follow the continuity, then I don't think it's fair to rely on those who may not have that skill. I agree. The question is whether that's even important or not. Again, I I made I and again I think you can make an argument either way. Yeah. Because I think you get more creatively driven stories if you don't. Yes. But you get stronger character growth if you do. Okay, I think there's both. I think you can have strength in story because it forces you to refocus, to re okay. uh, approach your story. If you're like, okay, I'm gonna tell a story about Spider-Man doing this one thing. He did that twice. Right. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll have to tell a different story. Right. Or put a different spin on it okay. or something like that. You know, it, it forces you to be more creative, if that's yes. even a thing. I can see that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the, I, I agree that the, the insistence on continuity, if you're going to focus on whether, if you're going to say, we care about continuity here in our publishing house, we mm-hmm. need that to be a thing. It's part of our mantra. It's part of our like lifeblood of the, of the universe we created. And we need to make sure that works. Uh, then it's their job to make that, to facilitate it. Mm-hmm. They can't say for, and we're talking mostly about Marvel because DC has a, has the similar problem, Yes. but you'll notice that uh, with, uh, with DC uh, rebirth, mm-hmm. 
uh, a lot of people misunderstood what rebirth means and what it's supposed to be. Yes. And uh, it's interesting because I've I actually spoke with Dan DiDio at uh, WonderCon this year, and when we talked about it, I said like I, I made a glaring error where I said something like, "Oh, you're going to bring back old continuity," and he said, "Whoa, don't." That's not what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we're not bringing back the old stories. Right. We're bringing back the legacies, which is basically a blanket statement that allows it to mean whatever they want. Uh, but yes. I, I think it's what we talked about <laughs> earlier, where it's, we're not, we're not going to bring back the old continuity. We're going to cherry pick our continuity. Right, right. We're going to cherry pick our continuity and we're going to pick like, okay, so that happened, but maybe a little differently. And maybe one day we'll address it again and we'll retell it in a different way. But right. like, it's a way for them to br to have their cake and eat it too. It's a way for them to do what they want yes. and make fans happy. Yes. Even though they're not really giving you what you asked for. Yeah. I, I feel like too, when it comes to cherry picking, right? Because we've seen writers do that. We've seen entire publishing houses decide to do that. Right. right? It's something that needs to happen at the beginning of a reboot. Yes. Because the further you get into it and you start cherry picking, the more ripples it's going to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? If well, you, especially if you in decide... an interconnected universe. Exactly. Yeah, you decide that like this, uh, Blackest Night still happened, right? Yeah. That's And that's the thing, where they were like, oh, uh, New 52, Blackest Night still happened. Yeah. Okay, so uh, did everyone who was resurrected when they died happen as well? Yeah. Does that mean that Superman died? Right. Does that mean that Wonder Woman died? Right. Like, does that mean that all of these characters that have their own deep continuity yeah. that establishes when they died and how and all the circumstances that surrounded those happenings that happened too? Like that is a Pandora's box of continuity. Yeah, but also like what I'm saying about that is if you were going to make a choice about like that, you have to do it at the beginning. Yeah, you I can't completely do agree. Part way through. Well, no, well, like we're like you know what. Now Blackest Night happened. Now, right. now we're saying it. Well, and we'll act like we've always wanted that. And that's 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 the fault of the New 52. It's why the New 52 didn't work as well as they wanted it to. Mm -hmm. It worked great. It sold gangbusters and everybody loves it and who gives a shit. But the point is DC, Re DC uh, New 52 <laughs> didn't work in as much as we still needed DC Rebirth. Like right. some things didn't work. Right. So they needed to fix it. Right. And one of the problems they had was that DC Re uh, that New 52 was hastily decided... And there was no, like you said, Bible. Yeah. There was no, these it. things happened. Yes. These things we can play with. These things outright didn't happen. Yep. And it's interesting how uh, continuity plays a role in the creative direction of your entire universe and, con uh, and company. Yeah. Um, I want to switch gears really quick. Just, uh, oh, well, let me finish my point about Marvel. Okay. Uh, Marvel was like, oh, we're going to be all about continuity. And then they were like, ah, we don't really care. Yeah. And that's the problem is that they're saying we're all an interconnected universe. It's all connected. What's hilarious about Marvel and their it's all connected hashtag mm -hmm. is that it's it's ironically not. Oh, in no. that, like, oh, Perlmutter doesn't work with, like, uh, Feige anymore. And I Feige know. doesn't work with Loeb. I and know. so the TV and the movies don't all cross over. Yeah. And it requires serious pushback from the creatives who they want to make happy yeah. to make things happen. Uh, and it, it's a joke, almost, because it's not all connected. Or it is tangentially, but when it matters, it isn't. And uh, even within their own universe, you know, it's all connected and all these things happen. Unless somebody with a bigger name wants to do something else. Then yes, we can do whatever we exactly, want. Exactly, exactly. And I, I thought DC had a good model back in the day. I thought they were like, okay, uh, we have all these things that happen, and we have people who write these stories about the things that happened, or right. are, are happening in an ongoing, ever-expanding, ever-widening universe of continuity. But if you want to tell a story about Batman when he was 16, you know, training, 
Yeah. And it fits within continuity, we'll make it happen. If it, you, if, if it doesn't, we'll call it Nelseworld's book and just put it out. Right. But even with that, I don't want to, I don't mean to interrupt you, but even no, with something like that, it, you can't, as the writer, tell that story and have something be so life-changing or so earth-shattering to have it to that character. Yeah. Because you can't... Sure you can. With Elseworlds, you could have it completely change the character. But if you're going to write that and expect it to be in, in, as a part of what's going on... Right. It has to just be like a story that happened. Here's an adventure. Yes. But like nothing comes out of it right. that can affect the Yeah, character. it doesn't really affect the character in any significant way that leaves your mark. Right. Unless it's a memorable adventure that people refer back to. Yeah, which but that really neuters the creative process to some degree. Mm, how you know, so? Because as a creative, like you can't, like, you can't tell the story you want to tell then. Right. Like, if you decide, you're like, no, at this age, I feel like this should have happened to Bruce Wayne. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And they're like, but that would have affected decisions he made well, after and that. And that's the thing, where it's like, well, if you, well, then you don't know Bruce Wayne. Or if you want to tell a story about a 16-year-old that's driven and becomes like an Avenger of the Night, yeah. then write your own goddamn comic. Right, but then it's like, <laughs> it's like then you're writing the adventure to write the adventure. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, you're just, you're just writing a story to write a story. But if you wanted to make that point, there's no point you can make there. No, not, within the, not within the framework of the, of, of the big corporate character. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, I was thinking about continuity and how uh, why is it so important? Why do we? Why are there sticklers and why are there people who don't care about it? Because uh, right. there really are two camps. There's people yes. who are like actually there's three camps. There's there's one camp that says all this happened and why why would you throw away the things that happened? Right. Because they all inform the, the greater narrative and. If you say it didn't happen, then that means that the stories that I enjoyed and I retained don't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Those are the old schoolers. And then you got yeah. the new people who are like, I don't want to have to read all that crap. I just want to enjoy the stories now. Yeah. What's hilarious is if they keep reading for 10 years, all of a sudden they will have their own continuities and they're going to have their own stickler attitude about what happened yeah. and the stories that matter. Yep. But then you have the third option where it's people who like continuity, are open-minded about reboots or about you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, about uh, about reboots. And then also just, like, stories. And they're like, oh, well, I'll just take whatever. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I just like the look of Batman. I'll just buy whatever right. Batman book is out there. Right. Or I think Harley Quinn's cool. I don't care if she doesn't make any sense. Literally within her own universe between two different books. Right, and I think that that's truly the way to be. You think that's the way it should be? I think... Because I think that's wild fucking West bullshit. No, I... think I... that's like, yeah, I don't care what it is. No, I, I, that's, I feel like that's how I am at times. Like, right. But I have a little more. I have certain guidelines. And you're you're a newer reader. I am a newer reader. I'm not a, a new reader, but I'm a newer reader. But like, I feel like there should be certain, especially with very specific characters. Let's talk about people like uh, Spider Man, right? Superman, Batman, Batman, Wonder Woman, maybe Wonder Woman. Let's just let's maybe just... except Wonder Woman's a, a hornet's nest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there are certain events. That always have to right happen. that have to happen and define the character exactly and so like I hold on to that yes but that also for me those are what's called uh, tent poles yes. or uh, you know the pillars of the character exactly yeah. exactly so I think that that continuity wise I need that to happen right? yeah Batman's parents have to die in the alley yep um, Spider Man Uncle Ben has to die uh, you know Clark, it has to be his fault yes yeah like, Krypton like has to explode has to explode and, and and John and Martha have to take care of it. exactly exactly and then with Wonder Woman it's a little more difficult but she has to be on an island yeah she has to be separated from Man's World and then enter Man's World and then enter Man's World <laughs> like those are things that for me like that has to happen that's the continuity right for me but for me and it's funny because when you think about that for me. It's like, okay, with Spider-Man, like, yes, his uncle has to die. Yeah. Yes, he has to befriend a captain at the police department, <laughs> and he has to die. Yes. He ha his girlfriend has to be killed 
by him right. in the battle with his greatest nemesis. Like these are things that have to have happened yes. because they 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 inform the character. Right, and I think that's fair. I I'll, I'll extend it even to that. But even those are not sacred. They're not. They're not. But like for me, the continuity that I like to adhere to because continuity is kind of a mess across the board. Let's yeah. be honest. But has to be the continuity of the character of the story of the of the character, like like what they believe in. Right. Like. Well, like what's the what's the what's the mon- like with great power comes great responsibility. If you betray that narrative for Spider Man, you're yes. not writing for Spider Man exactly, anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Or you know what I mean? Like you know, Batman has a very specific way of acting, and if you're going to change that, I need a reason. Right. And it has to make sense within the character framework. Like yes. Batman's approach is. Criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot. Yes. So I will use fear to defeat them. Exactly. And bring justice to Gotham. Exactly. If you decide that Batman does not want to use fear anymore, yeah. you are su- you are fundamentally altering the character and has to be a damn good reason why you're doing that. Exactly. And with Superman, and then this one's an interesting one because of what New 52 did with him as opposed to what we were used to and seeing And then what Superman. they did un- un- undid and with him. And then they undid <laughs> but... Um, for me, if you're making that change, if you're going against what I think of as like the, the like character model continuity right. of them, um, you have to have a really good reason. It can't. You kind of have to change some of the origin. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Like you kind of have to change that, right? right? And <sighs> that's if you want to tell that story, though. Yes, and if you if you do look, I I, I may not agree, but like I get it. Like as like. As a pseudo creative, right? Like I understand that. Well, throwing away your darlings and making like yeah, like making like executive decisions. Yeah, like to... wanting to toss that continuity out the window and make your own continuity. Right, or do something new. Right, but then don't be surprised when it's changed, because if you can do that, if you can throw out like decades of continuity and make your own continuity, right. don't be surprised when someone else comes in and does it to you. Yeah. Well, that's very true. And <laughs> don't don't be so hasty to condemn those who protect and defend their own continuity yes. because one day you will be there right. if you care enough all right so you're clearly a continuity fan i'm a continuity fan but uh i'm also an advocate of reboots or retcons retcons right. are a funny thing but yes. i want to and put a pin in that because i want to talk about continuity at, uh, on a human level okay Okay. Because as, as I was saying there's there's three different types of people who are sticklers for continuity but i say i submit that the human race is a continuity fan Okay. And you were talking about how like there's a Bible for Avatar, there's a Bible for uh, Gravity yeah. Falls, there's a Bible for humanity. There are Bibles that people use. There are totemic documents that they use that define their lives, that have their own stories within them. Yep. That if you alter them, will frustrate and confuse yeah. the believer or the reader. Yes. Uh, you know, you look at how we see patterns and everything, you know, like the face right. on Mars, the Big Dipper, uh, you know, the, the Jesus in your toast. People see patterns. Yes. People are naturally drawn, right. I think, to continuity on a human level. No, I... I... We, 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 we see and we isolate patterns mm-hmm. and we like to make things make sense and fit into rows. Uh, that being the case, I think that when you hear your stories... Mm-hmm. You're doing the same thing mentally. You're also filing right. everything in. That's why we created like filing systems and, and, and organizational methods right. and stuff. It's because we like to have everything make sense and fit into a greater scheme. If I may add on to that concept, that, that the idea of like us as human beings being Continuity attracted, buffs. <laughs> yeah, like attracted to that, we cannot change our own stories. No, that's true. And like, that's a big... We, like we, like whatever has happened in your past is what has happened in your past. That's right. And that's it. And like... You try to retcon it all you want, the truth is still there. Yes. And 
it's interesting how uh, I think that there's that mentality, and it's why there are some people who love continuity, where they're like, I can't change my past. And- and they can't change theirs. And either. why should you be able? To yeah. Say, why? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. If I'm supposed to connect with you on a personal human level, then you can't be above me in a, in a way where you can alter the things that define who you are. Yeah. I'm stuck with my crappy past, and you are too. I don't know if it's necessarily that damning and right. that like psychotic, but it's. I mean, I believe on a subconscious level that might be something there. Right. Uh, because. I we know people who have retconned their past, yes, who have but, chosen to alter yes. the things that happened that define who they are now. Yes, and they're and it's it's interesting how uh, just on on those levels and on comic book levels, retcons don't always work. No, they don't, and we have seen that. But I I could also see just that argument in and of itself, like not being able to change our our pasts, being also a, a draw for people to like. The changing continuity. Right, exactly. Because it's an escape. Yes, they're like, hey, you can, you are not defined by the choices that you have made. Yes. And you are not defined by all the embarrassing shit that right. took place before because you got any here. Because moment I could have a crisis yes. and everything's different. Yeah. You know? like, I, I know at least three people who have had, who have literally elected to do their own crises <laughs> on their lives and have completely altered, they rebooted, they new 52 themselves. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they, and when you address the previous continuity, they get real sore about it. Yeah, exactly. Human beings who have done this, it's its actually kind of fascinating. It is, and it also it helps to inform you even more so of, of what it is that, that they're doing in this attempt, because you probably already know what happened, and they're trying to convince you that that's not what right. happened. Right, you are an old reader. You knew what you read those stories. They exactly. happened. Don't you're tell like, me it didn't happen. I, I saw it happen. I don't know why happen. you're doing this, man, but all right. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know why you're why you're pretending that didn't happen now. Yeah, it's I like guess. because that doesn't that's not that that's not the story that defines the new 52 version of me. Right, exactly. But even still, like again, you could get that that escape. Like, right. The, I can like, see why even, it's attractive. Certainly. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, that's cool. Like this is like in this world, like in this entirely fictional world, like things can change, and that's neat because like I can't change my past." It's where the mantra because comics comes from. People are like, you know, uh, well, whenever I explain anything to Ethan and Ben, I'll see a comment or you for that matter. Uh, I'll see mm-hmm. comments or something like comics everybody or yeah. because comics and it's like yeah I mean look at uh, look at the the zero hour retcon when they were like we got to explain how Hawkman exists is he a guy is he an alien uh, we'll just merge all the Hawkman into one Hawkman right. and it's like what a mistake and it's also interesting because for whatever reason DC was like we have to fix this Hawkman issue yeah like, we gotta like, fix like, Hawkman like who got focused on that that yeah, day? And, like, well, what, and, what were you trying to distract everyone else in the office from? And like, when, but when they fixed Hawkman, they wound up creating new problems, right. and uh, they wound up making an inferior story because they were chasing the continuity dragon. Uh, <laughs> you're never going to catch him. You're never going to catch that dragon. Uh, but uh, but, the, but it's interesting how, uh, you know, when you try to stick to continuity, how, it, how elusive it gets. Yeah. Especially the more unruly and the more characters and players you involve. Yeah. Uh, but it's also kind of fun to have. I mean, like, I always loved in a story where uh, another character would appear or, you know, it turns out that, like, Misty Knight is married to Iron Fist and you're like, whoa, what? Is that going to happen in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, when you're reading comics, you know, you're like, oh my god, like, these two new Avengers are the children of Magneto. Right. But I've never seen Magneto and the Avengers cross over. And it's like, and then you, for me, it's all about this, like, this crazy journey of of kind of define. It's part of the reason why I like Earth-X so much. I don't like Earth-X. I think it's a horrible story. Okay. But uh, the way that they establish the the groundwork for Earth-X, where they're like, 
it, it's kind of like intelligent design where they're like, you know, there was a clockmaker and the, you know, these begat this and this begat this and this begat this and this is where humanity comes from. Okay. And then humans and mutants and eternals and everything. And it's like, that's really cool. And when you, when you have this, gr- it, it's almost like the pursuit of religion where you're like, I'd like to have answers. I'd like to have everything make sense as part of the, the, the you know, the map makers of humanity where we're like, I want to make this make sense and see an image out of it. They're like, I want to fit it all in and I also want to fit in my worth, my uh-huh. value. I want to fit in my importance in this overall universe and I want to have it all make sense. I don't want to be random. Right. You know, the people who, I, I think that, uh, I, I, I guarantee you there's a correlation between like religious people in continuity and atheists and non-continuity. Right. I don't know if that's, that uh, I'm not going to make that statement. No, I'm just no, going to no, say I, I would be interested to see that's the, the, the stats. Um, I'm just saying like, you know, it's, it's all about like fitting it in and yes. making it make sense. Also, continuity in some way is like an inside joke between you and a friend. Right. Yeah. Because like we have this history. Yes. And it defines who we are because we've had that history. And yes. it also excludes people, newcomers. Yes. From being part of the conversation. Yeah. Like it, it's like we, we've often talked about this. Like if you I don't know how many people have ever had this experience. Um, but like if you know a lot of musicians, we know happen to know some musicians. Yes. Right? And. I like music, but I am not a musician. I like I don't have that skill. Right. I don't have that skill even remotely. I like music. Yes. I know what I like. I can't play it for sure. I can't play it, and I can't tell you why it works. I just like it. Agreed. Right? But if you listen to music with a musician, they'll like especially like jazz, for example. Oh my god, yeah. There's like jokes in it, but it's like an inside joke, yeah. and the rest of us are like. What? Yeah. I don't what what. I thought you were gonna use the example of like people communicating solely through Simpsons quotes. Oh, well, there's that. And no, you being was... like, that's a weird thing to say. I think I can follow what you're doing because you're all speaking English. Right. But you're not talking in a language that I exactly. understand. Exactly. Well, the, the music I was going to say because it's like, I can enjoy it. Yes. For what it is. I can appreciate what it is, yeah. But, like, I'm not getting all the nuances right. that someone who is in the know would. Right. You know? And I got to say, like, part of, I think, my perspective on this comes from being a majority, like, I read a majority of indie books. Right. Where they have their own stories and they're all self-contained in the end. Exactly. Like, if you look at Saga, Saga has its own continuity. Oh my god, yeah. And well, because it's, it's not a serialized, it's not an individual, each issue is its own adventure Exactly. Kind of I mean, it's, it is, but it's also part of a grander exactly. narrative. Exactly. And so, for me, like, I expect it to just have it. Like, I, I don't even think about it as continuity. It's just, this is the story. Right. But there is, because, like, if yes. character suddenly came back to life with no explanation, you'd cry foul. I would. I would. Or if they were like, oh, you know what? This is getting too confusing. Yes. They're going to go through a, uh, a retcon son. Right. But at the same <laughs> time, like, I know for a fact that most of the stories I read have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, they don't have to worry so, about that as much. They're not worried about, like, okay, in 20 years, these characters are still going to be go- You know yeah, what I mean? Nope. Like, it's going like, to end. We're going to have an end, and that's going to be it. We don't have to worry about, like, fixing things yeah. to keep it going. You right. know what I mean? And like, it, Yeah. And that's I think that's the problem with the reboots and ret- and retcons and everything because continuity works if it ends. Yeah. But if you need to like make Peter Parker 25 every 15 to 30 years. Yeah. Then you can't have him have had thousands of adventures that all take place within a very small like span of time. Right. And like really that kind of comes down to like like the question of do you need continuity or do you not? It has to really come from the, the top of the company. 
let's be honest because you need to decide right then and there like let's does say, it matter or not? does it matter to you or not like if you say it does yep then you have to then prove you have, that then not just that but you have to accept the fact that characters will get old they will change yep. over time things will affect them things that happen to superhero friends of theirs yep. will affect them exactly and that's the web you're gonna weave yeah and if you decide it doesn't, mm-hmm. then you have to accept the fact that, you know, your characters may never grow. Yeah. Well, or your characters will die. Yeah. And you got to get over that. It's interesting, uh, the Ultimate Universe mm-hmm. was very continuity heavy, even though it was created as a reaction to the overcontinuity of the regular universe. Right. But it was cool in that... You know, like, I remember reading comics in the 90s and Spider-Man had maximum carnage. New York was destroyed by six or seven D-list Spider-Man villains. Mm-hmm. And yet in all the other books, New York was fine. Right. Which is weird because it was yes. in its own continuity. They couldn't use the Fantastic Four because they were off planet in another story, but New York was still fine in all the other books. Right. Whereas in the Ultimate Universe, they had that horrible ultimatum world where Magneto reversed the poles and created tidal waves that destroyed New York. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible and stupid. The concept of Magneto doing that is kind of interesting, I guess, if you want to explore that with like actual talent. But uh, the, the, the concept of that affected all the books. Right. And it, you got some real dynamite books. Despite the fact that Ultimatum sucks, Ultimate Spider-Man's reaction to Ultimatum yeah. and the fact that it influenced the book and yes. changed what happened. Bendis had a story and he was going someplace with it and then Jeff Loeb's like, oh, I'm going to fucking destroy half of New York. <laughs> ben is like, okay, I guess I have to work with that. Yes. And then he did and he told one of the most beautiful images of J. Jonah Jameson right, I've ever seen right. in my life. And it's this beautiful double-page splash of, like, the Daily Bugle underwater in a skyscraper. And you're like, holy shit. Yes. Yeah, no, that is. But, it's... like, you get powerful, beautiful creativity out of the restrictions the continuity provide. That's true. But then that's, going back to what I was saying, where it has to be a decree from the top up. If yeah. you decide you have to have continuity, then all of your writers have to be on board. Or you have to go and say, like, okay, like, you know, here we are, like, you know, Marvel, uh, all, all these things are in continuity, right? Um, the following books can Orange. remain outside of continuity, and we will give them a different moniker. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Yeah, but like, then what, people won't buy those because they won't matter. That's their mentality. I know that's their mentality, but I'm just saying... I don't like, think that's right. No, I don't think that's true. I, I agree, but, like, continuity can work if you get every one of your team members on board. Right. And they have to be on the same page. You know yeah. what I mean? And you have to have... Like, a small team of people who are in charge of it. Yeah. And it can't just rely on the writers. Like, you can't trust them. Yeah. Like, because they're going to want to do what they want to do, or they're going to forget because they're putting out, like, you know, like, most of them aren't working on one book. They're no. working on multiple books, and it's difficult for them to keep everything straight. You no, know what it's I mean? true. Like, you can't just be like, here, I need you to write Spider-Man, I need you to write, you know, Captain Marvel, I need you to write a Scarlet Witch book, you know what I mean? Like, I need you to do all that. And these, like, books are in continuity, and, like, they have crossover, and you got to keep it all straight. Yeah. And the, the, the crossover, like, the continuity is affected, like, it's going to be, you're going to have continuity effects from books that you're not writing. Yeah. So. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's, right. that's true. But, like, you need someone from the, like, the you get the script, right? Yeah. Someone, like, you need to send it to the team. Right. That, like, is like, I'm not here to, to tell you if the story is good. I'm not tell you like, here to tell you if it's spelled right. I'm here to tell you, like, the following things are incorrect because of what is happening right now. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it's not happening right now, then you have to establish that this is not happening right now. Right. You ju- you need to establish a small team that does that. Yeah. If you are going to say like we have continuity. Yeah. You have to take control. We got to have continuity directors, just yeah. like they just like they did with uh, when Disney acquired Star Wars, and they were like, yeah. we're going to hire a cabal of people. Yeah. Who are determining what's in continuity, what isn't, and make yes. everything make sense. Yep. And decide like this is this like you know you can't do this because this affects that. Like mm-hmm. that's fine. Yep. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's what editors are supposed to do. But uh, for the life of me, I don't know what they do because I've met many of them. They work very hard and yet books still come out with spelling errors, continuity errors, character errors, color errors. And, you know, that might be because maybe they're editing too many books at once. Yeah. But I think you need something else. I think you need another thing. You need like a couple... It could be two people. It could but be the problem is, then you got people who are going to be bitching and moaning about how they're being, you know, restricted about what they can do and what they can't do. Well, they're... then here's the thing. You shouldn't have signed the contract exactly. if you wanted to write for Captain America. Yeah, if you, yeah, you, you, there's no, that, you gotta make way, it. That's not like a slighted, like, I'm just, I just Spencer. Pulled, no, no, no. I pulled a character out of the air. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, you, if, if you're going to do that and you make a world where continuity matters and it is all encompassing and it affects everybody, yep. you got to decree that. Yep. Then you got to have safeguards in place that facilitate it. Mm-hmm. And you got to have everybody who is creatively on board with you to sign off on it. Yep. And if they don't sign off on it, then they're not part of the team. Or if they're part yeah. of a separate team that does other things. Except then it's going to attract better creators or more high profile creators to do the other thing. You might chase away people from one company to the other because the other company isn't being well, as restrictive creatively. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with a company having, like, a majority of their titles within continuity and yep. then having these outlying titles that are, like, we're, these are our non-continuity titles. Right. Like, and here they are. Yeah. And, like, they don't have the continuity. They don't have to follow anything. You know what I mean? Like... The idea of the what if, the idea of the else worlds. Yes. There's nothing wrong with. Oh, that. I love those. Like, and you but, get... but also you know what you're getting into when you buy them. Yes, because it's right there. Yeah. Like you know that. Yeah, and if you're tricked, if you're like, oh, this was a cool story, how come that didn't happen? Somebody else can inform you, but it also doesn't rob you of the enjoyment of the story. Yeah. Like who cares? You're if like, it's here's a... just a cool story. Yeah. And like, if you're the type of reader who doesn't care about continuity, you're not going to question it at all. And if you're the kind of person who cares about continuity, you're probably not going to pick it up because you've got all these other books. Yeah, or you are because maybe you want a respite from the continuity. Yeah, that could be Or you heard it's just great. Yeah. It's just, for me, like, I like the idea of continuity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, I think it's because I haven't dealt with the woes of it. You know, again, because of what what I mostly read. Like, continuity is just, uh, uh, you know, obvious to me. Like, yeah, duh. Yeah. Because you're telling a story beginning, middle, and end. Of right. Course, well, what happened at the beginning is going to affect what happened at the end. Yeah. Like, duh. I have not had the experiences that that continuity fans have. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like I haven't sludged through something where it's just like, but what about all this other stuff that happened? Yeah. So for me, I'm like, it just seems so obvious that continuity should work and like you should make it work. Yeah. But like, I I truly believe it comes from like the company not believing in it or, or figuring out the best way to accomplish it. Yeah. I think that continuity is inevitable. I think yes. even when you decide you're not going to do it, it's going to happen because if you're telling a story, stories are inherently continuity driven. They are inherently decided and, de- and and determined by the decisions and actions of your characters. And consistency is continuity yeah if the characters do the things that they that, that define them you know then those things happened within the framework of the story yeah it, it 
it's funny where you get into this world where someone says something like, I don't like continuity doesn't matter. Well, it does matter because otherwise you don't have a narrative. Yeah. But the question becomes, does longstanding continuity matter? Does, uh, does legacy matter? Does mm. like, do, 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 and, and I don't know if it's a question of it all has to stay or none of it can stay because I don't think you're, you can live in a world where none of it can stay. Right. So you have to either decide it's all going in or some of it's going in. Okay. And, uh, cause I mean, you have a book like Spidey, okay. which is, uh, which was out, which was, which was, which had, uh, I think Marvel had the, had the opinion of sure, whether it was in continuity or not. Right. Is this in continuity? Sure. Is right. it not? Sure. Because <laughs> shit happened in that book that just didn't happen in those, in right. those stories. Right. And people who loved that book are like, well, I don't care because I'm just enjoying what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. And then you had a book like Untold Tales of Spider-Man from 20 years ago that was, I want to tell a story about an unmarried young teenage Peter Parker. And they did that and they picked up the, I, I want to say 30 issues, of the first 30 issues of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, they read them all because not too many books to read. And they're all very simple. Yeah. And then told stories between those issues. Okay. And, or, or built off the, the ideas from those issues. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool. And yeah. it was a way to, to tell young unmarried Peter Parker stories while also being within continuity. Right. And nothing contradicted it because while the characters who were established in those stories either were already established or, you know, can't change too much because of the stories that they're in in the Untold Tales line, they did some pretty d- interesting things. They created a new character, Sally, Sally Avril, mm-hmm. who became a superhero and died within yeah. the pages of Untold Tales of Spider-Man. And... She, sure, she wasn't referenced in the 70 years of Spider-Man continuity <laughs> because she didn't exist until 1996. Right. But it worked because she died at such an early age and because yeah. of something that Spider-Man wasn't directly responsible for that he doesn't, he, he, he logistically doesn't blame himself for it. Right, the ripple is small enough that it's it's totally... And new Spider-Man books are being written at the same time. They could also just retcon in Sally Avril now. Right, that's true. And say, oh, you know, this reminds me, you know, I've never been an, ex- I've never had an experience like that before that reminded right. me of it. So, but I suddenly do and now I can call back to it. Right. It, it, it's being to. clever. Yes. I think that was written by Kurt Busiek, who, by the way, loves continuity and also <laughs> wrote the, and wrote the Avengers Justice League crossover, which is why it had to be in continuity because Busiek, and also I think Kurt Busiek wrote, no, did he write uh, Earth X? I know he wrote Marvels. So either way, motherfucker loves continuity. Right. But uh, right. you know, so maybe I'm just maybe I'm spoiled because the stories that are within the continuity framework, who people who care about it, work really hard to make it work. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just because people who read those stories don't want to have their personal stories that mean something to them that they had an emotional connection with. Right. On matter. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, like. Continuity is is determined by a handful of individuals for a, a character. Yeah, you know, and and the longer a, a writer has a run, right, the longer that that person is working on a book, the fewer people are involved. Yes. Right? So, you know, I I think it comes down to a lot of times like, well, I don't think it's fair that like writers could come into this thinking like I don't think it's fair that that person got to determine mm-hmm. an entire part of this character's like history. Take for example Hank Pym. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, his continuity... Yeah. ...is that he's a wife beater. Right. Because he... one guy... 
well, wrote that. He didn't even write it that way. The artist changed what happened in the script. Right. And so now he's a wife beater, okay? They, so, like, like, but one guy made that happen. Right. But what's interesting is, for me, I'm like, as a continuity buff, I'm like, that can happen. Yes. And use it. Well, yeah, yes. Is like, there, are there creative ways to undo that? Certainly. They could have, and like, you know what? I'm okay with retcons when it's a mistake or when it's like, okay, yes. as it turns out, wife beating is irredeemable. You can't possibly undo that. Right. So make him a scroll. Right. You know, exactly. like do something else. Exactly. Especially but... with the Hank Pym character because he's, he's so low on the totem pole. That's another thing. We talk about continuity and how it affects these characters like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. But like, yeah. what about Hawkeye? What about like somebody who, or Vision or characters that don't sell as well as the big guys. Yes. Green Arrow, for example, where it's like, oh, just fuck that guy. We can do whatever we want with that one. Like, who cares? Nobody even read all those books. You know, but there are some people who are huge fans of yes. the Atom and, uh, you know, uh, or, or of, of the of the small Booster Gold, for example, never gets justice because right. he's always, but he's, and it's funny is he's a time traveler, so he's all about continuity. But, uh, or not. Or not, whatever. Because he can retcon things. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is there's an issue where he tries to retcon the killing joke uh-huh. and he can't. I mean, like, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying yeah. like, he can't recon it because it's already, it's part of the history. Right. That's actually kind of funny because it's, it, it's part of, it, it's almost like a, crit, a criticism of the, uh, the unchangeability of continuity where it's like, right. no matter how hard you try, these pivotal moments in history have to have occurred. Right. Which is kind of hilarious because it happened to Booster Gold trying to undo Killing Joke. Yeah. Whereas a couple of years ago or less than a year ago, I say... They undid the killing joke. Yes. And then when they did DC Rebirth, they brought it back. <laughs> yeah. Like that is then that's a that's a that's a lot of editorial, right? Like getting involved. Well, it, it's editorial, it's 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 political, it's Well yeah, it's but I'm just social. saying like but that is where we see a lot of the issues with continuity and like with it getting confusing. Yeah. Is when you constantly change your your stance on it yeah on if it's important or if it isn't important right you know like when you go back and forth like that's i think where continuity gets a bad rap yes because you you create this knot yeah and it's like i see all the threads going into it but i can't figure the life of me figure out how the string's coming out the other side of this yeah. knot. like i don't know what happened right you know like and and sometimes they get cut halfway and then like, who even knows you know like yeah it, it's... Or there wasn't anybody at the helm at that point, and they were like, "Ah, oh, you know what? Let's just say that didn't happen." Right. Or you know, where you'd have characters that, uh, with you know, uh, you have things where, uh, well, how come that character is alive? I thought they died, and then they just go, "I just got better," because it's their way of being like, "I don't want to have to tell you yeah. how they came back to life." The reality is, the editor who's making this book didn't catch it, and so I put them in the book. And then we caught it after it came out, and it turns out they're dead, yeah. so I said, fuck it. Yeah. And it was easier to change the text than it was the art, and so whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, And that, for me, that's that demonstrates a, a fundamental breakdown of the system. Yeah. Because it's like, that's laziness. That's uh, being asleep at the fucking guard. Yeah. Like, but, uh, you know, but even the, it's funny how even the, the, the fuck-ups can create beautiful symmetry. Like, they uh, can. I mean, the fact that, like, Hank Pym has ro- has risen out of his wife beating, some say he hasn't, but some have. Right. Like, some have developed his character in spite of that decision that wasn't even supposed to be in the comic in the right. first place. And created a really interesting character who's mired by this one action when he was out of his mind. And it's like, that's kind of cool that they did something with the character. Mm-hmm. It demonstrates uh, kind of creative gymnastics that I find in comics and I admire about comics. Right. And, you know, it, it's just, like... I think 
another problem with continuity in general is at the beginning of all of this, you know, no one thought. No, exactly. That it would be this long. Even into the into the eighties and nineties. No one. Like they, yeah. like no one was thinking this far in advance and like what the decisions they were making right then and there would do to the future. The nineties they were, but the eighties Yeah. By the eighties they were like, Really? Yeah, but you know what I mean? They were like, I can't believe we're... I mean, like, in the 80s, they were going to sell DC to Marvel. That's how they... They thought these characters were unsellable. Right. They were definitely making them older. I mean, look, look, in 87, Green Arrow was 43. Yeah. In post-crisis continuity. That's like... That's unheard of now. Right. Because they were like, well, he'll be, and then he'll die, and then who cares? Or who, like, you know, we don't even know, like, if the check's coming next month. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't, we don't know, know if we're going to be, happen. we're not going to be, we're not but publishing Green Arrow books right now. I think that even into the 90s, they weren't thinking about the long-term ramifications of the choices they were making. Oh, in the 90s, they were definitely, they were not concerned. No, they were just in the now, what's going on right now. Well, for and them, I don't even think it was about continuity. They were, about, that was about making as much money as yeah, possible. Yeah, and making their mark. Like the I don't think anybody was making. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the superstar artist, the superstar writer. You know what I mean? Yeah, They're... but they weren't. You know what's funny? They like I, I the the image generation. Yeah. They weren't looking to utterly define how Spider Man or the Hulk or Batman was going to look. No. They were working. They were they were interested in making a mark for themselves. Well, yeah, but you do that through what you're writing, through yes. what you're doing with the character. Right, but, but that you're was in the character as a tool yes. instead of just telling their story. No, it's true. But that was incidental. Like making Spider-Man have huge eyes and spaghetti webbing, that was yeah. a, that was just McFarlane being like, I want to draw cool shit and I want people to pay attention to know the name Be- McFarlane. Right, exactly. You know, like that's and and but it was only when he created his own characters that he gave a shit about it. Right, but that's like that's, I think, where another issue of continuity, like, with continuity comes from. You know what I mean? Like, you have all these things that happened for various reasons, whether it be nobody thought you'd care anymore, or whether it be they were trying to further their own careers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's like, well, continuity says we got to keep this. Right. For better or yeah, for worse. Yeah, this thing that sucks is, has to be in the story. Yeah. Yeah, but then, what? but that's where the retcon comes in. Like, uh... But what's the point of having continuity if you have the retcon? Right. Well, yeah. Because then you're deciding... <laughs> Because then you're deciding, like, okay, well, that sucks. Yeah. Or, like, that isn't part of it. Right. We have a retcon in the new Spider-Man book where it's like, oh, by the way, Gwen Stacy was awake and she hates Peter Parker now. Yeah. Like, exactly. But you just completely fundamentally changed that character. Yes. It's like, yeah, because nothing's sacred. Because right. I can change anything. But that's what I'm saying. I like, mean, even with, uh... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, even with, like, the Hobgoblin. There was this one writer that was telling this one story when, they, when he created the Hobgoblin. And he was like, this is, it's gonna be this guy. Yeah. And then he left, and he had to leave the book. And at the end, they were like, ah, it's actually this guy now. Right. Even though he laid the groundwork for this one character. And it didn't make any sense, it didn't sit well with fans, but it, it was that way forever. Yes. Until they brought him back. It was Roger Stern. And they were like, you wanna fix that? And so he... He wrote a story yeah. of Hobgoblin Lives where Hobgoblin is reestablished as the guy he established in the first place in like 20 years prior. Okay. And that's a retcon of the retcon of his story. Right. Where he got to re-retcon his own story and put it back in the symmetry. Let's like, let's for like a quick second just talk about the retcon. Because okay. I feel like in general, the retcon completely undermines continuity. Yes. And I feel like it's not... The power of the retcon is going to sound so weird, but the power of the retcon is not respected. Like, the, oh yeah, no, like, well, they just do it. It's, it's, it's like, like an eraser. It's, it's it's like having like a revolver, and like you're like yeah, whatever. And you, and just, you just play with it. Yeah, you're just playing with it. You don't even yeah. care. You no, know what it, I mean? the retcon should be like uh, the retcon is a is like uh, is like you know the elixir of the. It's like something given to you. It's like a Xerxes, or no, not Xerxes, uh, Perseus's. Pegasus. It's like a gift yeah. from the gods. There's a lot, you know, we need you to get from here to here. Right. 
and there's literally nothing in the toolbox that will allow us to do it, so the gods themselves will give you a Pegasus to yes. get you there. Right, but then you use it to like go to the seven eleven to get a sword. And that undermines that makes the Pegasus <laughs> a that makes the Pegasus a wholly unremarkable animal. Yes. Uh, you know, also, you know what I mean? Like, and anyone can use them too. Yeah. And there's a thousand Pegasus. Yeah, and you're like, you know, like, when your friends come over and it's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to the mall. Yeah, you ride the Pegasus to the mall. Yeah, like, you take the Pegasus on, Yeah, because, like, continuity should be, res well, that's in a world where continuity needs to be respected and sacred. It all happened, it all matters. And when you, yeah, it, it's like having launch codes. Like, when we're gonna retcon something, we gotta both turn our keys. We yep. can't just have one guy be like, ah, fuck it, and then yeah. just change it on a whim. Right, because they're not, like, again, that's another thing. Like, it causes ripples. Yeah. You know, and, like, if you are just thinking about just what you're doing right now because you want you wanted to do this so badly. Yep, that you have to change what happened before. But, like, you have to think, like, okay, is this a small change that is just going to affect this one aspect? Right. Or is this a large change that's going to affect that person's book yeah and how but that's why you have thinks. that's why you have a person in charge who goes well, like hey to. that's gonna change everything you exactly. can't do that uh or explain to me why this is so goddamn important yeah like convince me to change this yeah and convince me that this doesn't irreparably change the character yeah and i don't mean like characters can change and they can grow exactly but you can't completely undermine them. Yeah. You know, you can't undermine all the other choices they've well, made. Well, just so you can either, like, tell your story... Yeah. ...or so that you can put your mark on it. Yeah. The fact is, like, if you're writing, let's say you get handed a brand new character. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mosaic. Like, yeah, or like Kamala Khan. You yes. know what I mean? Like, she fits into this world, and she has to follow along with kind of what's going on, but you're developing her continuity. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And how she fits into this world, and like, how the world will affect her, right? Yep. If you decide you want to write for Captain America, or Superman, or Batman, then you have to understand, like, what is in your hands. Yes. And you need to respect that. Yeah. And like you really should there should be a process. And I hate hindering the creative process. I don't like that. I don't like that at all, yeah. right? But you have to sometimes you got to follow some rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like especially if you're going to affect the other creatives around you. Right. You know what I mean? Like for example, um if you're an artist and you're working in a shared space, right? For the most part, you don't use aerosols. Right. You don't use spray paint. Yeah. You don't use fixative. You know what I mean? Like the paint thinner, yeah. But like some of those like toxic aerosols, you go outside. Yes. Because you will affect everyone else around you. Right. And that's kind of an unspoken rule. And some people could be like, but that's going to like hinder my creativity because yeah. I'm in the moment. Well, some people don't care about that. Right. And that's I, why they're a dick. I don't want to die in this room. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you got to go outside. I'm right. sorry, but I still want you to do what you're doing. Yes. But, but like, you I have need to, to follow do this... a couple of rules. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, that's how I think we should approach this. It's a way that everyone can work together. Right. And still tell great stories. And if you feel like you have a story that doesn't fit into this, yeah. go talk to Image. Go talk to Oni. Go talk right. to Boom. Or, or if you want to tell a story about a mainstream character, there should be place, like things in place yes. to allow you to do that. Yeah. You know, like if you wanted like that uh, that Green Lantern Star Trek crossover. Yeah. Like, first of all, that that doesn't need to be in continuity. No. It doesn't need to be like if you want to tell a story about Green Lantern that honors the character and put him in the Star Trek universe, do it. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's that's a separate thing, and everyone understands that. I think. Right. And even, if the, even, even if they don't, you shouldn't be making it so heavy on continuity that it will alienate the like fifty percent of the readers who were there for Star Trek. Right. Exactly. Or it's just like, no, I just want to read this, or like, 
I mean, DC is doing so many crossovers. I and mean, we were just talking about this the other day, but, like, they did the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. They're doing another one. With Power Rangers. No, they're doing another Batman one. Oh, yes. The animated series with, with the... Ninja with Ninja Turtles animated series. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I think it's they're, cool. They're doing, apparently, a Green Lantern Planet of the Apes. Yes. Which I disagreed with, because that should have been The Flash. Yeah. Since he could time travel. Since he could time travel. There's a great... Uh, gr- There's also Gotham and Lumberjanes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're doing all these crossovers, which is opportunities for people to write these characters in a totally like non-continuity sense. Yep. And they're doing it. Yeah. Marvel isn't. Nope. You know what I mean? And like I don't I, I don't really... DC, do they still do Elseworlds? No, they don't. No. But they should. Yes. They should rekindle that. That's what I'm saying. But like, like you know what's to be a great place for the Elseworlds is in digital exclusives. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. But I want to own it. Okay, well then maybe what they should do is if they like get a bunch of people together to tell Elseworld stories instead of selling it as a single issue, get like an anthology fu- book. Yeah, of like a bunch of like new Elseworld stories, and get some of your big writers who want to tell a crazy story. Yeah, and I th- put them in there. Like get the Scott Snyder like Elseworlds. Like get the yeah. Jeff Loeb. You know, get um, Tom King. Yeah. Get them to tell an Elseworld story, and then you can put some other writers in there too because people are gonna buy it for you the. You know what's interesting? Name. They uh, DC just this year came out with an Elseworlds Batman book. Oh, which really? is, it's not like a new one. It was a it was a reprinting and a recollection of a bunch of them all in one volume. Oh. And I think that's them that, that whenever anything comes out that you can buy, you can bet your boots it's a test to see if you if they want more. Even if they it's not a test to see if they want more, if it sells like gangbusters, they'll make more. Yeah. Case in point, Renew Your Vows was a book that they were like, shut them up and make a goddamn book about that. Yeah. And they did. And right. it sold so well that they were like, well, we're not going to change the continuity, <laughs> but we will make an Elseworlds book. Right. I mean, it's Marvel and they don't have Elseworlds, but it's basically an Elseworlds right. book about Renew Your Vows because it sold so well. Spider-Girl is the same example. Character was came from What If? And they were yeah. like, we'll create a whole universe just for her goddamn book to come out. Right. Uh, but that, that Batman Elseworlds book, it's funny, they didn't, they didn't reprint all of them individually. Right. They were like, here, bam. And if that sells like gangbusters, maybe they'll bring back Elseworlds. Right, but like... I don't like I I think that this concept is a good one. I agree. don't have to worry about the printing. Yeah, it's just about paying the artist, the writer, and the editor. Exactly, Boom. and it's like and like make it about one character. Yeah. Oh, you mean like Green Lantern Elseworlds, and it's just a yes. whole bunch of Elseworlds. You get a whole bunch of writers, like yeah. again, big ones and like. But I think ones. that's a way. I think that's a way to revitalize the Elseworlds book. But yes. I think the Elseworlds books should be written by anybody. Like, if anybody has a really solid goddamn book. No, pitch, I agree. But, I but you think kick yeah, out, of, out the gate, of the gate, you need to have some big yeah. writers. And you, you can put, again, put some unknowns in there. Put yeah. someone who has, like, a, like a story to tell. Yep. But put them in there. Yeah, Neil but Gaiman's you, writing a Batman Elseworlds book. Boom, put it out. Yeah, like, but you got to get some of those big names on there because that's who's going to sell the book. So yeah. the marketing team will be happy about that, but you still get the good stories. And, again, if you don't want to just do, like, whatever, like, some Green Lantern ones or Green Arrow or Batman... Like, then do, like, you know... Call Trinity and put up a Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Exactly. And, like, there can be, like, two stories for each of them in there or something like that. You know what I mean? And just, like, just a bunch of, like, who even knows? Like, you want to tell the story of of Wonder Woman in the Old West? Go ahead. Do it. Who cares? Here's your story. Here's your opportunity. Go for it. Yeah. You know, like... But that could work for Marvel too. Yeah, they're not going to do it. Though. I think Marvel. I think Marvel <laughs> approaches. I think the reason why you haven't seen a crossover from Marvel in a while, and why you don't see that that much stuff. Yeah. I think that whoever's up in up in charge uh, thinks it's gimmicky. I'm sure they I do. Think they, I think that they think because it's funny. I've always I'm a, I I was a Marvel lifer, so I I, re, I respect and, and love the Marvel landscape. I always consider Batman and Superman to be the foundation of superheroes. Like yeah. they're the untouchables. Yes. Uh, 
I think that Marvel thinks that their characters are the foundation, the bedrock for superheroes. They're not? They can't, because... Because and, they're people. Right, and that's always the <laughs> fundamental difference, in my opinion, is yeah. that, like, uh, Marvel's talking about... Humans the, and the their human struggle. side of, of, like, superpowers and how to approach it, even though we have cosmic beings and all that, like, I still take it as that, and, and DC's telling the story of the pantheon, the gods. Yes. Like, this is, this is like, Greek myth. It's sci-fi and religion. You just, you can't... It's there you can't, is. Yeah. Like, but, but I think that Marvel thinks they're like too good for that, and I think that they're like, well, we'll and cheap, they, we'll cheapen our characters if we here's cross over. Why that is not true, or well, why we know that, it's they not shouldn't true. think that is because the one of the very first Marvel books I ever read was sixteen oh two. Yeah, it was, was a separate the, universe. That was the book. Oh, well, they don't they don't care about that. Like they'll do like eighteen seventy two. If it doesn't sell, that's the reason why. I'm but I'm just saying, like that's what this is. Yeah, you know what, what I mean. mean? Yeah. like that's what this is. Yeah, like that is what got me in to Marvel. Yeah. Was, was a totally different universe. Was that. Because, like, for me, coming into it, there was no continuity there. No. And it, it gave you all the key players of Marvel and yes. their origins and stories yes. in, like, a kind of generic way, but within a different Just framework. a real quick side note. Having said what you just said made me think that Doctor Strange was a big player. Yeah. And the Marvel... No, that was just... Neil Gaiman likes magic. So obviously Doctor Strange is going to be a major player. I was like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Doctor Strange was marginalized awesome. for about a 50 years. I know. I know. But you know what I mean? Like, that is, I think, a great place to explore yeah. non-continuity. I agree. And I think that it would help them because like I, I feel like you get like these moments where like the writers are like I, I can't do it anymore I need to not have continuity and I'm gonna yeah. do something in my book blah yep and if you give them this outlet yeah they could be like okay I'm gonna follow my continuity over here right and then I'm gonna tell this crazy wild swamp thing story over here yeah or if they don't want to do that anymore just don't do it anymore and go someplace else but yeah. give them a place give them an option yeah exactly yeah, I agree with that well, there you go, guys. It's just a just a little bit of a, a, a to whet your appetite about this bigger issue. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I think continuity is inevitable. I think it's inevitable, I, and I think it just needs a better approach from the companies themselves. Yes, I, I think I, yeah, there I, needs I, to be safeguards. There I, needs to be like at least something at the helm. Yes. To 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 steer it in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And and like there needs to be like it shouldn't come down to a, a simple, small choice by a, a creative team to change it. Right. Like, if you're going to change something major, a discussion has to be had. Where you present it, and you're like, I, I think I'd like to do this, and like we and like we have someone come in and be like, okay, here are the ramifications. Yeah. Like, this is what's going to change it, you know? Like, and, and that sometimes it's okay to, to retcon, but it can't be all the time. Because no. when, you, when you rely on that, it Yeah, it well, that's, that's why continuity. death in comics is, is such a joke. Yeah. Which also, in a sense, is destroyed continuity. Yeah. Because what does it matter? Yeah. But, like, if you are coming from the indie perspective, this continuity conversation could be confusing. Yes. Because um, in most indie books, like I said, there's the beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. There's, oh, there's a continuity. They don't have to worry about, like, the 20 years out. Yeah. Not well, for all of them. Walking Dead, very different. Jesus Christ. Very different. I will say, I was just, I saw a solicitation for The Bunker. I was like, that fucking book's still going. I did the same thing. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding so me? Isn't this goddamn story over yet? I don't know. I, I feel like there was a break, but I'm not yeah, sure. Well, um, I'm not a huge fan of the bunker. I read I, like the first five issues. Did and you I'm really? Like, Fuck this. All right. Well. <laughs> but I was like, Jesus Christ, this book's still going. How is that possible? Right. Someone did ask if I was reading Paper Girls and saw that fly up. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Obviously. <laughs> Brian Hello. No, but, uh, and it's about girls. Yeah. Shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's about girls because it's written by Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's also like sci-fi. Yeah. 
So, but uh, hey, thank you so much for watching this episode of Elseworlds Exchange or listening to it if you're catching it on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we'll see you guys next week with another rip roar and in depth conversation about something to do with comics or continuity or or, or uh, pop culture or who knows geekdom. Yeah, you never know. Uh, it's, uh, that's why it's called the Elseworlds Exchange. We're exchanging <laughs> Elseworlds concepts. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, hey, check out Comic Pop for even more great stuff tonight at eight o'clock. If you're tuned in, the new episode of Back Issues will be coming that's out. That's right. So. And we just had Powers come out. Just and actually Powers. over on DC Fans. Yes, we just dropped a uh, review of the American Alien hardcover from Max Landis and a slew of amazing creators over at DC. So yep. if you haven't already, go pick up American Alien in hardcover. Yeah, and check out the video over on DC Fans. That's right. Watch that DC video. DC Fans. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, check it out. DC Fans is back, everybody, and you're going to see a lot more of us on that channel. That's right. But don't forget, of course, to check out ComicPop.net. Alan Scott. Alan Scott. <laughs>